1: Welcome to another edition, a hump day edition of Analyze This here on your NPR station in the US Virgin Islands, WTJX. Yeah, FM, we're yours truly, Neville James. It is a gorgeous day in paradise. Uh, you know, we had some precipitation in the midst um, yesterday, but that don't gander, it clear out a little bit. Island nice and green, a lovely shade of green. Um, as we close out uh, the shortest month of the year. And no, today is not um, the last year, the last day uh, of February. This is a leap year, like I was saying St. Thomas, right? So we have one more tomorrow. Lewis Hill, uh, former senator, uh, out of St. Thomas and St. John. Uh, tomorrow is his birthday. Yep, he born on a leap year, day, a leap day. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, he gonna make his, uh, every, every four years, birthday Officially, uh, tomorrow. So, uh, looking forward to getting my shout out tomorrow. Uh, we should be, um, getting a phone call, uh, from Dwayne Henry, uh, anytime to just have some bush tea. This month. I believe we're gonna also be talking with, um, uh, uh, one of the UVA divisions, uh, in our, uh, number two. So, um, Y'all have to talk about. We're going to pick up the discussion um, from what we had yesterday. Uh, Some more detail with respect to U.S. Code 48, Section 1396. or Chapter 7, Section 1396. That dealt with uh, the cover over and all that stuff. But uh, Dwayne, Dwayne Henry should be joining us on the phone. We should be getting a phone call from Dwayne Henry uh, to join us because we also had an election yesterday. And uh, uh, it was uh, somewhat critical uh, in terms of giving us uh, direction um, uh, as relates to the the presidential election. Uh, The state of Michigan where uh, our uh, Arab American brothers and sisters uh, uh, they are the uh, number one uh, state as it relates to population um, um, had their say uh, in the uh, primary yesterday. Uh, both front frontrunners um, were um, dominant winners. So they were, we we're looking at um, percentages, right, to give us some direction as it relates to uh, where we are at some eight months, uh, a little bit uh, before the general election. Uh, good morning, Counselor Dwayne Henry. How are you? And it's a change. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, what kind of we do we talking this man, or or is it a coffee break? It's actually a coffee break today.
2: <laughs> I got a bunch of discovery I gotta
1: get done. So oh, you're knocking us on discovery. Okay, yeah. yeah. When when you got to go meet the man, meet, meet the man uh, uh, behind the bench with all this discovery this week or next week? What, 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 well, it's gonna
2: file me electronically. Um, I got um, actually a mediation next week. And
1: then uh, that's it for the month. You know, the month done tomorrow?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean into May, into March. Into March. Oh,
1: into March. Okay, yeah. March, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. have yeah. like okay.
2: Mediation, but um, I ain't going to
1: see the man until April. April. Okay, that's good. That's good. So, um, you know, Tuesdays in a in a uh, presidential election year uh, can, mm. tend, can tend to be uh, very historic. Uh yeah. for for the lack of a better term. And yesterday the focus was on uh the great state of Michigan. Uh out oh. out there in the Midwest. Um the, I think it's uh the, the easternmost part. No, the westernmost part of the eastern time zone. Right? Yeah. I uh I, I happen to be out there one January, right? And I notice seven thirty, eight o'clock, uh sun still up. Unlike oh. Other parts of the eastern time zone in New York where sun right. could go down 3.34 o'clock in the dead of the winter. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And then uh, in the morning uh, when sun coming up really early uh, uh, in, in New York City, um, quarter to eight and it's still dark <laughs> right. uh, out, out, in, out in the Midwest. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, But yet in the same time zone. I'm really, right. It's it's interesting, you know how they do, how how they broke down, uh, uh, Eastern, Central, Mountain, and Pacific.
2: Right, and it's not like straight lines It L- curves.
1: Yes, and yes. Of
2: course, know, Indiana is carved out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Indiana down on down one down. side and Arizona on the other, right? Something right. like that. Yeah. Uh,
2: Indiana doesn't observe it. It's not in any time zone.
1: Well, I could understand Indiana argument because if I'm in the Eastern time zone, i uh, a hour hour and a half away from New york city right uh-huh. and i, I still in the same time zone but time yeah. but, but but sunset and or sunrise and sunset happening two three hours apart, you follow what I'm saying, I could see why right. they're saying you know, let me just leave it like it is you know yeah. it? it's it's but you know just like
2: geographic lines you know time zone lines are all over the
1: place so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. yeah, so. Let, let let's talk the election let's let's get right to it uh, uh-huh. and the and the on the democratic side uh, we know that we oh, we knew uh who was going to win right? right um marianne williamson and dean phillips uh i think i think williamson actually suspended her campaign right yes. and 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 dean Phillips you know he look he he's already resigned to the fact that you know he is a non but right.
2: and he fired he fired almost his entire path so I don't know what kind of campaign
1: he's running. It's really a it's really a clown show with him. And you know, um before we actually get to results yesterday, right? I believe um political parties need the Dean Phillipses and, and, and the Marianne Williamsons of the world just to keep the front runners and the perceived uh um winners honest. You follow
2: what I'm saying? I agree. I don't believe in coronation. No. I believe in a loyal opposition that you know, like you said, keep them honest.
1: You know, and, and, and on the flip side, the Nikki Haleys of the world, even though that one is unfortunate because it's gotten way too personal. And, uh-huh. and, and, and let me and let me start by asking that. For those who aren't diehard politicians, uh-huh. uh, uh or let's just say um wearing emotions on their sleeves, politicians, um uh-huh. do they get turned off by by how acrimonious uh a race could be even when we know who is going to win. For example, right? Oh. You don't see Biden going after Dean Phillips and Marianne Williamson, like Uh-oh. how you're seeing Trump going after Nikki Haley and and talking about um, he see her husband knowing fully well her husband is deployed with the reserves. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I I understand you're in a political arena and the gloves are off, but there's certain things that 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 should be. Off limits?
2: Yes. And the man is a soldier. And he's supposed to be pro-soldier and pro-military. You know, this is the hypocrisy. of the whole thing is that I don't know how people, he could make statements against members of the military like that. And so many members of the military support him. It's just pff, mind-blowing.
1: And, and uh, so the question is, are, are, does someone run the risk, in this case it would be Trump, of, of just turning people off? Because you're you're being so disrespectful in this particular case?
2: Apparently, that's not the case with him, even though um, he had a little less... Um, Opposition. Votes that, ...that we're going to get to that than, than yesterday than I thought he would have. Mm-hmm. But I really think that, I keep telling you, the people that voted for Trump, I don't care if they're angry or insulted by me saying this, but... I know that I could only come down. There's no reason. I saw ten years in the military. There's no way I could see somebody support that. Member of the Armed Service supporting a man that clearly differs members of the mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I just accept under one circumstance that we know what that
1: is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, we do. By the way, um, uh, one of, one of my peeps had me to know. Good morning, Southern Indiana is in the central uh you- c- c- central time zone and that's correct. Central standard time right. zone. Right. And that's right. the that's that's the part that that bends over towards Kentucky. Right? Okay. Mm. Be- because Kentucky is also one of those states along with Tennessee where oh. a portion of the state is in the eastern time zone and a portion is in the central time zone. Exactly. Right? You- so- yeah. yeah yeah so 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 there we go. Um but a majority of Indianapo- of Indiana though, is in the eastern time zone. Uh that's for sure no okay. no 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 let's look at the numbers and you mentioned it. but let's start on the Republican side, right uh, The issue has been what percentage is not voting is not going to vote for trump, right? on okay. the democratic side, the question has been turned out because there is no true opposition, no legitimate or uh, uh opposition candidate to the incumbent uh yesterday, well, prior to yesterday. Trump had gotten barely over fifty percent in Iowa. He oh, got huh. another fifty plus percent in mm, New Hampshire right oh. um he got uh fifty nine sixty percent in South Carolina over the weekend yesterday he did better he got sixty eight percent in Michigan yeah yeah. um
2: Michigan had remember um he won Michigan two cycles ago yeah in
1: twenty sixteen correct yeah
2: uh-huh. so he has quite a strong following there. Um,
3: you know, on, on
1: his side, um, that, that, you know, like I said, I
2: thought he was actually going to do a little better. Everybody did. Yeah. yeah. 30% so, voted against 32% yeah. voted against
1: Trump. Yeah. Well, yesterday it was actually 20, I think it's 26, 26.8. It kind of really? went down. Yeah. It went down. By the way, I, re- I I had reached out to John Caniglia to see if he wanted to be a part of this, so he could uh-huh. give us some cons- conservative perspective. Uh, I don't know uh-huh. if he's gonna call in on that, but um, uh, hopefully uh, he will. But I know, you know something well, people got to walk, you know. I try to understand that. Um, well, but but I mean, don't for, don't forget I mean, but don't forget, you know. Um, Rona McDaniel is from Michigan, yeah. right? Uh, and, and Michigan has has been known, uh, even though it's been voted, it's been going blue. They do have. Uh, some strong conservative, um, you know, support in the state uh, of Michigan. Especially
2: in the Upper Peninsula. In Upper up Peninsula,
1: correct? You know, yeah. so so and uh, outside of Detroit,
2: let's say. Yeah,
1: yeah, that. and I think uh, Mitt Romney, people them come from Michigan, right? Ah, uh, Utah. No, no. Originally, I believe, I believe his father. I believe his father what was. was uh,
2: okay.
1: Yeah, correct. yeah, yeah. I Remember these men that move around for 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 business.
2: Yeah, and
1: it's like what's the name is from Illinois, Hillary Clinton. Correct, correct. You know, so a lot of these men move around for business and political reasons. So, um, right, right. But I believe his yes, father, yes, yes, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. George Romney was the former governor of Michigan. Yes, yes, yes. yeah. Check, so. I just thought about him. That's why I said. Yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, he was actually, his father was actually born in Mexico. And he, okay. uh, and he passed away in nineteen ninety five uh, in Brownfield. Right
2: to so a part of that cult of um, there's a cult whatever you want to call it, a sect of Mormons that live in Mexico.
1: Correct, correct. So he uh, yeah, so he got Michigan ties. So um, so that was a that was a big number from a volume standpoint in the uh, over one point one million Republicans uh, voted yesterday. Um and on the uh, Democratic side, um, with no legit candidate like a Nikki Haley. Uh, let Mm -hmm. me say what the number was here for uh, 81 yeah 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 biden was 81 percent. by looking for i'm looking for the volume number to see uh um let me say seven hundred and sixty-one thousand, which isn't bad when you're not when you're not running against a nikki haley type uh opposition candidate you follow what i'm saying Uh, he got 81.1 now let's get to the real part of the discussion the uncommitted Yes. Got thirteen point three percent and they got one hundred thousand nine hundred and sixty votes as of right now. Right? Mm-hmm. So and we all know a significant portion of that is because of what's taking place in the Middle East, right?
2: Absolutely, yeah. Michigan and Minnesota has that
1: huge um Arab American uh, Yeah and, uh, representation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the question is is this. We got eight months. A little bit over eight months, eight months and a couple of days until uh, the November, I believe it's the 5th this year, November 5th uh, general election. The president stated on Monday, the current president stated on Monday, he's hoping to hear something from his national security advisor um, um, that there could be a ceasefire as early as Monday uh, right. of, of next week. Right? Right. The question is this. If you support a, cease, a ceasefire, just support, right? Uh, we still need both parties to agree to it, right?
2: That's correct, yes.
1: Hasn't there been a problem on one side not wanting anything to do with a ceasefire? Absolutely. Well, you see,
2: when the United States... Yes, the the question is yes.
1: And that's Hamas, um, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 so you have a conflict here where Hamas ain't in the ceasefire business. America wants hostages released and and uh, and and Israel um is claiming we got the right to defend ourselves based on what they initiated uh back in October. This is truly um a Kalaloo that they're dealing with up there, um politically uh Dwayne Henry.
2: Yeah, I think you you, you just miss you said Hamas in the, in the
1: ceasefire. Is Israel doesn't want the ceasefire. No so there, there have been instances where Hamas in agreeing to the cease to the ceasefire.
2: Well, they're not agreeing to the actual terms. Hamas oh, to the, the terms,
1: okay, 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 yes, so they, yeah.
2: Hamas just wants a ceasefire, period. Israel keeps saying they want to finish the job. They don't want a ceasefire until they have achieved their military objectives. Um, Hamas wants a ceasefire without having to release hostages. In other words, they still want to have a trump card in case of something, and um, and Israel and uh, uh, Israel wants to complete their mission the united states is trying to get um israel to agree to a ceasefire if the hostages get released and get Hamas to agree to that neither side seems to be going with what the united states is trying to be proposing
3: Mm -hmm. but
2: it says that they're getting close i don't know
1: okay no no i'm i'm reading a reuters article from late january right he said a senior Egyptian official said Israel has proposed a two-month ceasefire in which hostages would be freed in exchange for release of Palestinian prisoners held in Israel and allowing top Hamas leaders in Gaza to relocate to other countries, right? He said the official was not authorized to brief media and spoke on the on condition of anonymity. said Hamas rejected the proposal. And is and is insisting that no more hostages will, will be released until exactly. Israel ends its offensive and withdraws from Gaza. That's late exactly. January, right? Now, exactly. as recently as February, right? Uh, February eighth, Netanyahu rejects Hamas delusional ceasefire demands, right. right? So we got issues on both
2: sides. Absolutely, that's what I'm saying. Um, what the United States is, is proposing, neither side seems to want. So I don't know how the president is saying that we close to an agreement when Netanyahu and, and as recently as just this morning, um, the, the Palestinian um, leader made a comment about um, returning to, to Gaza and Tapa israeli country.
1: We're going to take a break. And I know come back and pick up the discussion right there. Uh, we got some Bush this morning talking about the politics uh, of, of foreign affairs and how it's impacting domestic elections. We got um, Dwayne Henry joining us this morning. We'll be back right after this.
0: provides in-person service, personal and business checking accounts, a non-profit community investment checking account, a 24-hour banking cash management platform, online banking, and mobile apps for banking on the go. There are two locations to serve you, the Bank of St. Croix in Gallows Bay and Bank of St. Croix in Peters Rest. The Bank of St. Croix has something for everyone. Need details about our nonprofit community investment checking account? Our service specialists are here to help. Bank of St. Croix, member FDIC. News happens all week, all around the world.
3: If you want to understand what this French election is all about...
0: Four candidates are running unopposed, and three of them met reporters
2: Thursday.
3: Whatever the outcome of today's elections, the secessionist genie is
2: out of the bottle. News, analysis, perspective, music, books, and sports, too. Saturday on Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition,
0: Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. Planes, a growing part of the climate emergency. Aviation is going to become one of the top polluters if we don't act right now. But could electric power change the equation? Electric motors are within that edge of possible. New technology. Flying taxis or cars. Could decide who wins. We're doing something to change the world. The great electric airplane race. on Nova. Tune in March 6th at 11 p.m. on WTJX-TV Channel 12. On American Experience, the story of three black diplomats. The State Department
1: had the well-deserved reputation of being extremely elitist. Pale male and Yale. Who broke racial barriers. The fact of the fact was they could never conceive that a black man could ever be an ambassador. It is hard to do the work of America
0: when you have been Jim Crowed by your own government. The American Diplomat on American Experience. Tune in March 7th at 9 p.m. on WTJX-TV Channel 12.
1: is having some Bush tea uh, this morning. I got uh, a Tony doing Henry. Actually, uh, see a coffee break this morning uh, joining us. Uh, thank you very much uh, for joining us as we uh, uh, break down uh, the politics and how foreign affairs is impacting stuff, uh, uh, impacting life uh, on, in the Western world, and, of course, in this case, the foreign affairs uh, in the Middle East. So if, in fact, we got two entities who are struggling to come to an accord Uh as relates to run-ins in the Middle East. Um, Uh Is the blaming of of Joe Biden fear?
2: I think it's actually very unfair because the United States is between a rock and a hard place on this. I wanted to give a little historical context to why Michigan and Minnesota... Go right ahead. Um, Arab-speaking people who are, mm-hmm. or Muslims, whatever. Do you know the um, INS, the um, ICE, is actually who created that population up there? Oh, really? When the refugees came from Somalia, yes. that's where they sent them. Yes. And they did, they did the same thing after the Iraqi war. When a bunch of Iraqis came and Afghanistan, they sent them up
1: there. I was curious as to why those... People, why it's those? Up. I was curious as to why those two states in particular um, yes. has such large uh, Arab American population. So and it makes yes. sense, you know. Yes,
2: INS. Well, um, they, part of the uh, refugee relocation regimen is they actually pick parts of the country to send certain refugees to. And in this case, they they chose rather than send them to a, pop- a heavy population area like New York or LA or mm-hmm. DC that have a lot of immigrants from Miami.
1: They actually sent them up there um, into the cold. <laughs> no, that is uh, and Dearborn in particular, right? The Dearborn area, um, yeah, yeah. in um, uh, which is like a, a suburb, uh, Detroit suburb, right? Yes. And also, also the the, the birthplace of Henry Ford, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> and and in, up in the Minnesota area, um, um, and I, I think Eddie Bruce uh, could speak to this uh, out of Saint John. Um, uh-huh. The the not only Somalia Ethiopia and a lot of yes. different a, a lot of different um, uh-huh. uh, countries that have had um, major internal conflicts right, right? Um, yes. ethnic cleansing for the lack of a better term you know what I'm saying um, uh-huh. so and America has played a part in it and now they now they're here and they're here to stay and and uh-huh. they, they they are literally accusing America of committing if not being complicit committing genocide in 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 palestine right
2: absolutely absolutely
1: yeah um, um, um i i just want to go back to the start because because, because uh, I, I keep missing this right i keep missing this and this is you know this is for the last 90 days because it's been 120 let me see october october to actually 150 days come early march since oh. since what happened in october 7 uh in israel um the last time I checked, Hamas initiated this conflict, uh, yes. Dwayne Henry, right? Yes. And and yes. I'm I'm starting to sense now that because the numbers are what they are, in Palestine, that Hamas getting a pass, and they just focusing on the fact that that America is Israel's friend, and and America responsible for what's going on over there. When the last time I checked, the very first trip, remember, remember, um, Biden didn't hesitate to go to the Middle East or no. This incident uh-huh. happened on a Saturday morning for us. Saturday uh-huh. afternoon, in Israel, right? Uh-huh. By Wednesday, he was in the Middle East, right? Yep. he flew over yep. there trying to, and he he spoke of um, humanitarian aid and uh-huh. telling and telling Israel hold hold off with 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 the bombardment because you right. got innocent people there. Now, what yep. what is any country? Let's remove America. What is any country who's supporting? humanitarian aid supposed to do when Hamas is using innocent Palestinians as shields?
2: Well, you know, um, to quote the, the great slice Sylvester Stallone, I didn't draw first blood, you drew first blood. Yes, sir. Or the Rambo
1: movie. Rambo movie, uh, yes,
2: sir. That's what happened here. And, you know... I, I, I fully support the Palestinian right to self-determination and all without that. A but, without a doubt, without a doubt. But Hamas put the Palestinian people in a horrible, horrible position. No, the pra- what did they think was going to happen?
1: And then why did you start a fight? You know you can't win. That's
2: what I'm saying. What did they think was going to happen? do they think that they were going to incur the wrath of the Israeli state?
1: And then, And then Israel compounding it. Because if Palestinians are leaving Gaza to go to Rafa, why do you want to attack and bombard Rafa?
2: And knowing that they can't go into to Egypt, which is the only outlet from
3: yeah. Rafa,
2: Egypt, and they, and they can't go in there, because, and the Egyptians have a right too. If they let all those Palestinians in, trust me, those Palestinians are not going back to Gaza. No, sir. Israel will not let them back in. Don't, so don't, Egypt has a, 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 a you know, a, a good position in saying no, we will not accept it because this is forced migration on the part of Israel. And that's a an nice thing. The whole thing is so complicated. Yes. One side is right on this point, but they're wrong on this point, and. And it's on, and both sides are, are, are like that, you know. It's like, you know, and you can't just be single issue. You can't just say Israel is committed genocide, and that's it. You also have to look at what they did to Israel, and then you got to look at how Israel treated the Palestinians prior to that, you know. And it's exactly, a, it so yeah, we 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 could we could get, we get into a,
1: we could get into a protracted uh, uh, yeah. uh, argument of who who has created the problem that we are it's dealing, it's dealing it's with right now.
2: You know kind of thing it's like a groucher mock thing. who's that person you know yeah uh, it's crazy uh, you know and, and you started it no, you started it, you started' Who'd be in the fuck? and all this kind of stuff. It's just insane it's something you know, that in this modern world, the, the issue that whole Palestinian Israel issue is it defies logic because we supposed to be advanced in this world where we could resolve issues politically. And that used to be slot. And the same thing also did some areas in Africa and stuff where you get these protracted wars between these things. But we have to get to a point where we could settle these issues peacefully.
1: The reality, though, is that uh, and and Ronnie Russell said this: um, in many instances, there's a segment of that conflict, a percentage of that conflict on both sides that do not want peace.
2: Well, that's what's going on because you have the you know the, the, the Israeli government. They, I would think the majority of the Israeli people want peace, and you've seen it in the demonstrations. But you got some serious hardliners in the um, in the Israeli government that will never, ever, ever, ever agree to any kind of peace. You got the interior minister, the security minister, whoever it is, saying that they got two choices, be or two choices: either live under Israeli rule, um, go someplace else die the
1: reality is though um both sides got blamed to tech you yeah. no doubt about that right Absolutely. and 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 uh, oh there's one thing that I, I want I want the audience to know we can't relate to what folks in Minnesota Michigan and other states are of Arab American descent we can't relate to what they're going through because they got family members over there, right? Yes,
3: yes. That,
1: we, that we're dealing. With. We're completely on the outside looking in. We got Palestinian friends here, right mm-hmm. in the Virgin Islands, right? Uh, sure. And 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 we know what they're dealing with, right? We, but but yep. but ultimately, right? A lot of them are here because they don't want to be a part of that forever struggle. But that that's, that's what they're here. You know what I'm saying? I, I, and, and we need to be very candid about that right they, they they don't want to be a part of that they want to be a, they want to be in a peaceful society and wait, that that wait. percentage that we just reference that don't want peace right uh-huh. they're holding up growth everywhere else and what they're creating right is a hopelessness where uh-huh. you, you you got people and in and, and in this copycat world we're dealing with we had a young man, a mentally disturbed man, born himself, kill himself. That, Aaron Bushnell the other day, yes, yes, and, yes, and, yes. And, and 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 literally had somebody tape recording it. What kind of nonsense is this?
2: That's what I'm telling you. This is craziness the, the pol- And you know, it goes all the way back to. It, it, this is just a manifestation of the the, the general polarization within the society where you know the political side, Nobody wants to give in. The other side is this. Dehumanized monster that's that's not worthy of of, um, of, of collaboration or, or, or even uh, communicating with. with it's just this whole thing about the other side is so bad that we don't want not to deal with them, which results in in in, in um, issues not being um, uh, um, resolved. It's the same thing you see on the level with the kids in school with 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 street gangs, where they just hate each other so much that. They, you know, they don't want any peace
1: talks. They just want to kill each other. And not only that, they, they get they get into that journalistic mentality where if I could get that uh, Mike's telephone fuss and I could oh, yeah. spe- I could <laughs> spread it, me fuss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So let's ask this. Let's ask this question to to, to crystallize uh, yesterday's results. Who comes back home, fuss, The uncommitted on the Democratic side, or the Nikki Haley folks on the Republican side?
2: It's <laughs> <a tough> <laughs> only i sure on that
1: one. Well, well we're talking 13 percent uncommitted yeah. on the Democratic side, yeah, anywhere yeah. from uh, depending on what state you're in, from 26 to 40 percent uh-huh. on the Republican side. Are they voting? Uh-huh. Uh, are, are they likely to come back to Trump, or are they of the belief uh, that they are staunch conservatives of the William Buckley um, uh, belief? Oh. And want nothing to do with who they believe is not a true Republican slash conservative.
2: I think on the, the Republican side, they're going to remain um, uncommitted or, or go with a third party or some. Um, and the Democratic side, I think at the end of the day, you know, like we say, Michigan. Um,
1: be, be, they, because the counter, the counter argument for those who have a problem with Biden is, but Trump is the one who has the mus- who, who who wants the Muslim ban. What's going on?
2: Exactly. Exactly. Well, you see, um, what's the um, the sister from um, from her people is from Palestine. Talib, Talib, Talib. Yeah. So she is. She was actually um, had a big campaign. Her and some others. So,
1: her, so, her sister. So, it, it was so her, her sister. sister. It was her sister who were pushing it.
2: Yes. So my the question, you know, I wonder if you know I made my point. Um, let's just um, they are, it's a lesser to evils kind of thing.
1: No, no, no. We want the public to know that uncommitted vote, right? That actually oh. is a regular thing in, in Michigan, right? Oh. Uh, uh, in 2012, when um, President Obama was in the same situation as uh, Biden, where he was seeking re-election and was a Democratic incumbent, oh. right? Um, there was an uncommitted turnout uh, uh, yes. in that election, and I'm looking oh. for the results here, right? Primary elections. They had a hundred and ninety-four thousand people who voted in the primary election in two in Michigan in 2012. Barack uh-huh. Obama got eighty-nine percent, eighty-nine point three one, and the uncommitted uh-huh. was ten point six nine percent. Right? Now right. last night, um uh President Biden got eighty one point one percent, and the uncommitted was thirteen point three percent so you take you 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 look at uh 13.3 and 10 and uh, 10.9 um some might say that that's negligible but that's still 2% more right 2.2.4% which is actually 20% and from a volume standpoint um right. so the question is uh was yesterday more of the norm or um can Biden actually fix or or remedy this um, between now and November, because he does have some time on his side. Uh-huh. Eight months is a long time.
2: I, I think it was more of the norm, but for a different reason this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and, and because it's for a different reason, I think that and you see the president, you know, beginning to use the term ceasefire.
1: Remember, he was using that term before. Mm-hmm. Now, now the, in and the State Department. And America, and America so. has voted against ceasefire in uh, uh, resolutions in the U.N.,
2: Right, right, and 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 now they um they they actually have a, a a resolution running around that uses the term ceasefire. It hasn't been adopted, but it's, it's, they're they're working on something there. But I think that would be
3: half the battle with the the Arab American opposition in mm-hmm. Michigan.
2: Instead, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. calling for ceasefire, because really that's what the representative Talib and some others were saying. You know, just call for a ceasefire. You know, we can't. Effective, but we want to know that you're on the side of ending this carnage. Well, well so, I, but,
1: I, but I think you—I think you've shown this by supporting humanitarian aid. I, I, you know, I, 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 it looks—it it, 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 looks—it looks, it looks like things like that aren't getting the level of notoriety that it should.
2: Exactly right. That's exactly what it is. I don't think people are really understanding what that means, and and people are getting um, caught up and sorting cold words and stuff like that. Oh, ceasefire, ceasefire,
3: ceasefire, ceasefire, ceasefire!
2: Cease cease without looking at, he's doing all these things to alleviate the
1: genocide. Mm-hmm. The absence of a ceasefire. The, the real That's problem a, here, though, a, if, a, if I had to pick the real problem in this matter, it would have to be Bibi Netanyahu. I think
2: he,
1: I, I think, I think he is the problem, and and it, and it isn't just because of an israeli um, palestine conflict. He has personal issues. As the leader of Israel, that he is trying to mask, and uh, he is yes. using what Hamas did in October, uh-huh. right, to his political benefit, right, yeah. by, by by wanting to show Israel that he is a hundred percent Israeli, zero percent Palestine, don't want anything to do with a with, with, with a with a uh, a multi-state uh, proposal, wh- wh- when in fact that's just a masking agent for potential corruption on his part, and his government.
2: That's exactly what it is. Remember back in um, when Giuliani was um, mayor of New York, and a lot of people were upset over the stop and frisk thing, right? Yeah. And what happened? 9-11. Yes, sir. And, and then he became America's mayor. Mm-hmm. But everybody that was familiar with what was happening in New York knew that he was pretty despised before 9-11.
1: That's right. That's right. So the politics, people keep ignoring the politics. But he yeah. to me, to me you want to fix that problem, they got to address how he impacted everyday life in Israel and the politics yeah. and the judiciary over there in Israel as well. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, 48 uh, U.S. Code uh, and how it impacts uh, the territory. Um, a little coffee break uh, in the middle of the week here. this, We'll be back right after this. <laughs>
3: Human beings have been making music for tens of thousands of years. It brings us together. It has the power to communicate emotions and ideas. It's a profound part of the human experience. Hear the stories behind the music you love and new music you might fall in love with. I'm Raina Duras. Join me for in-depth interviews with artists who are continuing that musical history on World
2: Cafe.
0: Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1.
2: On Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, we are not afraid to stand up to the high and mighty like Jeff Bezos. He had that big <laughs> cowboy <laughs> hat on.
3: He looked like, like a shrink ray had hit Garth Brooks.
2: <laughs> I'm Peter Sagal. Join me as we speak truth to power, at least until power agrees to buy us out, on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR.
0: Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. There are many complex issues that arise in our territory. Comes with the Territory with Leslie Comision. Join me, Leslie Comision, for a breakdown of political issues facing our territory, one conversation at a time. I'm here to be the voice you can rely on for information that is straightforward and comprehensive. Tune in to be a part of the discussion. It all comes with the Territory.
2: Comes with the Territory airs Sundays at 1 p.m. and re-airs at 7 p.m. on WTJX-TV Channel 12.
1: Back here analyze this, uh, having a coffee break, I'm a mm-hmm. we coffee break. I got uh, attorney Dwayne Henry joining me. He uh walking us on Discovery uh before uh, okay. <laughs> uh he got to go uh mediate. Uh so uh we joined this conversation. Let's, yesterday um, um I had a, a great guest, Miss Nina York. Uh yeah. and, and she uh, was uh she's written a book, uh Culinary uh traditions of St. Croix, a brief history of island lifestyles and she was talking, uh, you know, one of the things I enjoy doing uh, isn't just uh, bringing folks on to, t- to, to, to talk about a particular topic, but uh, tell us about their connection with the Virgin Islands, right? And uh, uh-huh. she got here in, in um, 76, right? Uh-huh. Um, uh, every time I say 76, I don't, um, I don't think i that uh, sparrow six spiral song on uh, 76, <laughs> I'll come out to whale, right? Yeah. <laughs> Big shit, <laughs> sure, right? But uh, 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 she spoke of the fact she was she was married, and her husband used to work on, uh, he was an electrical engineer, right? And he would work on the ships that would come into Hess, right? Mm. So, on um, uh, the boats and all that stuff. So, uh, at that time, uh, it triggered, you know, one of our pet peeves, not mine. Is what what has what why the federal government why we believe the federal government owes us a significant amount of money, pursuant uh-huh. to federal law, right? Right. Forty-eight U.S. Code, I believe, is Chapter Seven, Section thirteen ninety-six, right. right? Which right. is the Internal Revenue Matching Fund um, uh, statute that says uh-huh. dollar for dollar, whatever you manufacture here in the Virgin Islands uh-huh. and sell into the U.S. market, would be covered over, uh-huh. a- aka rebated back. To the Virgin Islands Treasury, and why? Uh-huh. Because that way, I could generate revenue, and we got to write that I you have appropriation check every year All for right. our existence, right? Right. Uh-huh. Dwayne, they have no problem, when I say they, I mean Uncle Sam have uh-huh. no problem. Rebating back to us anywhere from eighty to ninety eight percent of rum revenues generated from manufactured rum in the Virgin uh-huh. Islands, sold it into the US, U.S. market. But they uh-huh. never intended to give us back money from petroleum products. Right. Uh, be- beginning in 1966 uh-huh. through 2012, we actually uh-huh. won a federal court case on the district court level. Right? Right. Uh, in 1978, Oliver, Oliver Gash ruled in our favor. We ultimately uh-huh. lost in the D.C. Court of Appeals, uh, Blumenthal versus the U- U.S. Uh, U.S. Virgin Islands, and and they use ambiguity, right, as uh-huh. a, 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 a ambiguous interpretation, right, uh-huh. as a justification and claiming it's more administrative thing than anything uh-huh. else, right. We know better, right. Uh-huh. Uh, we also had uh, a situation where Puerto Rico. They uh-huh. had ruled in Puerto Rico's favor the day before, but not at the right. the nine figure level that they ruled here uh, for the Virgin Islands. And it wasn't just excise tax; it was also custom duties as well, right? Right, it
3: right. says all duties.
1: Right, it, right, right. Uh, the 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 current administration, you know, has written to the federal government because remember when they first came in, we were in uh-huh. the middle of rebuilding the refinery, and that didn't go well once they once they start uh, tried to restart the refinery uh, a right. couple of years back. <laughs> Um, is this issue dead, or do we have an avenue for reconsideration in the eyes of Dwayne Henry?
2: I, I think we do have a avenue for, uh, for reconsideration. Let me just read to the public. Um, chapter 7, had, um, Title um, 48, deals with the, territor- the different territories. Chapter 7 specifically with the Virgin Islands. Mm-hmm. Uh, 48 deals with the territories. Chapter 7 deals with the Virgin Islands. 1394 and 95 deals with taxes and duties and taxes. 1396 says what happens to those duties and taxes. And it says, uh, "quote, the duties and taxes collected in pursuance of sections 1394 and 1395 of this title shall not be covered into the general fund of the Treasury in the United States, but shall be used and expended for the government and benefits of the Virgin Islands under such rules and regulations as the president is prescribed. Now, they have... Um, the president, uh, the Department of Treasury, one of their... Um, they think was that, okay, well, we're giving them the money, but we're prescribing how much they're going to get and blah, 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 blah. I think that's a gross misreading of the statute because it clearly says... That it shall not go into the general fund, which means if it's not going into the United States Treasury, all that money should be in an escrow fund for the Virgin Islands, someplace.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I'm I'm, 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 I'm gaining, I'm I'm gaining interest for decades.
2: Yes, yes, Yes. And you see what I say. So when we need money, instead of sending SBA and FEMA don't here to lend people money and all kind of nonsense, they should just say, okay, you know, you guys got. Eight billion dollars over here. Let me write you a check because that money should not be in the treasury. It clearly says so.
1: Read, read, that, read, 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 read that, uh, that statute again, so the public can understand. We're yeah. not, we're not just talking willy nilly. It, it, no. it, actually says where the money shouldn't be. Yes, it clearly says
2: the duties and taxes collected in pursuance of section thirteen ninety four and thirteen ninety five of this title shall not. Shall is a legal. It's one of the strongest legal terms that you can use. It's totally unambiguous. Shall means it's an absolute legal necessity that this happens. Not me. Says,
1: not me. Which, not the, me. which is the which is the which is the, the clear
2: distinction. Shall. Right. Yeah. Shall. Shall says you must do this, and it says it shall not, which means it must not go into the general fund of the Treasury of the United States. But instead, shall be used, uh, shall again, use and expended for the government and benefit of the Virgin Islands. And that's for rules and regulations as the, the president. No, the president could say, well, I can only give you so much uh, a year. But the point is that that money should be sitting in a fund strictly for the Virgin Islands. And, uh, and when we have need, he should just send that money.
1: Now it was calculated at four hundred million. Back then. A combined excise taxes and, and uh and and uh, custom duties, right? Twelve years into what was a forty-six year um manufacturing run here in the Virgin Islands. And I'm willing to bet that uh, there was a different level of taxation between sixty-six and seventy-eight. Of course. Right? Per mm-hmm. per per gallon or per whatever it was. Right, mm-hmm. compared to the, the the subsequent years in the 80s, the 90s, the first the first decade in the millennium, and and a and a year a year into or two years into the new into the into the second decade, 34, mm-hmm. 34 years, right mm-hmm. after 78, because we had the last two years of the 70s, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Dwayne, if we were if if we did the the computation like that, I say, and we were at four hundred mil, mm-hmm. right? And not only that, you know there's another dynamic as well. The plant grew in in size, yeah. right? So yeah. they were processing more per day as it relates yes. to, to barrels of petroleum products. Mm. And they, they got up to, at one point, I read the number at 700,000 capacity, right? right.
2: That's was the largest
1: refinery in the world. B, that's a significant amount of money, right? Yes. And that money should uh, you bring up a good point, you know. That, that money should have always been in escrow, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: It doesn't go into the
1: treasury. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So where is
1: it? Yes. Yes. That's a, you know, that you, know you know you know you know you bring up a, yeah, that's why i like talking to you lawyers, you know. Why and I, are you training really? We don't believe as roadside lawyers that we could see things on its face. Well, are you got are you got the ability to use the to to use the language, right? In multiple really ways, important. right? We 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 say, we say we saying got money for we, but you are you saying not only I you got money for we, you shouldn't have the money either.
2: Thank you. It's called parsing. <laughs> parsing. Wow. You <laughs> wow. know how to parse the language. Uh, but but you Where is that money? Yes. I think that's what our delegate and, and and representatives, Peter, he bought them when selling Sean and China, them. That's they, that's. This is, even if it's okay, we will going to get that money one time. Mm-hmm. We want to know
1: where the money is. Okay, but well check this out, though, right? In 1396, I, I think you read this, right? So said, the duties and taxes collected in pursuance of sections 1394 and 1395 right. of this title shall not be covered into the general fund of the Treasury of the United States, right? That's what, you, that, right. That, that, that's what you're reading, right? And, yes. it's, and it yes. said, as the president may subscribe, under such rules and regs, as the president... May subscribe. Do you think mm-hmm. they're using that me at the back end uh, as 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 the uh, ambiguity angle?
2: That's exactly what I said earlier. Yes, yeah. that. Yeah. Now, what that says in my interpretation is that the money is still ours, but he could say how much he's sending per year yeah, whatever. Yeah. But the money is still ours. However, that's not what's been happening. What's been happening is that the successful presidents have been ter- determining that We
1: can only give you this percentage, and we keep in the rest. The point, my point, is that they don't get to keep the rest. No, 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 Even even if they wanted, even if they were to give it to Guam or other territories, right? Mm -hmm. They could do that or not, but they
2: themselves just can't keep it. Exactly. And Guam has similar language. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yes, they they do. The five, I think, is Guam. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, so, Ronnie had made an argument about us being designated or deemed a frontline community, right? Uh-huh. Um, and that's from an environmental perspective, right? Because you're uh-huh. manufacturing things in people's backyard, right? Uh-huh. Another angle that, we, that I have with this uh, uh-huh. um, uh, counselor is you're manufacturing the raw commodity in our backyard, right? Uh-huh. That alone should, 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 should uh, warrant—I think that's, a, that's the appropriate term—warrant some significant bulk payment to, mm-hmm. uh, to address the impact, the environmental impact, in particular for the people yeah. who live yeah. in the south central, the south central and western part of the island, with the prevailing wind.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Any need that we have, you know, the clean up on the south shore, um, all that stuff. Um, Anything we have, the even hurricane thing, it should have to come out of FEMA. Because we should have this money sitting there. But here's the best part: if that money was in an escrow fund, even though we're not spending, we, we don't, we can't just draw on it like how we want. The kind the of president says I'm going to get. You know that that's Virgin Islands fund, and that could be used as collateral for floating bonds. Of course. At very favorable rates. Of course. Instead of these outrageous rates, we pay because the money is there, sick Man, they know that money is earmarked specifically for the budget, and banks will be flipping over themselves trying to lend us money
1: because they know that the money there,
2: the money there, they will get paid, and you will get favorable rates too instead of. Using eternal revenue matching
1: funds, which fluctuates. As a matter of fact, that actually cycles back to why Trump lose the civil case because he was inflating his, his value, right? There you go. He yeah, was inflating yeah. his value, and, and and by doing that, the mm-hmm. bank the bank said, well, if he got a kind of collateral, then we could give him favorable rates, right? Exactly. The, 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 in our case, this is real money we're talking about, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which, which and, and for those who don't know, um, as it relates to banking, um, and and it ain't just limited to banking either. There's also insurance when you're coming to borrow loans. When you're coming to bar, when you coming to borrow money, right? Your so collateral. so so premiums now, right? Premiums are lower, right? Than it than it would normally be, right? Because you're buying insurance to cover the life of the loan, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the
2: best collateral is
1: cash. Yes, sir. That's the reason. That's the reason why his ruling <laughs> is approach approach four hundred and fifty million dollars. Uh-huh. Even though it's three fifty, uh, it's three fifty five just for just for what he saved by inflating his value, they apply other costs, uh, 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 other dollar figure penalties as well.
2: Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's a good point you brought up there again, the the the, the benefit of collateral by cash being an exc- yeah. escrow. Yeah. It's amazing, you
2: know this. They- we were the, you know, Peter Hebert us, uh, Kuwait. We yeah. made a Qatar.
1: You ain't like son. Wow. Wow. I, I, I still think there's hope, though. That's just me. You know what I'm saying?
2: Um, I, I think we need to argue these cases the right way and don't allow the, the United States government to get away with them spurious arguments that, prescribing rules and regulations mean that we don't get the money. You could prescribe all the rules and regulations you want, yeah. but it should still belong to the, the government, of the,
1: the people at the border. Be, you know why? Because we know who it don't belong to, and that's right. the United no, States Treasury.
2: No, it's
1: not the U.S. It, it, yes, yes, yes.
2: So and, I,
1: and I was telling people at the time, one of the, one of, um, Judge Judge Vern Hodge, who actually worked on that case before he went over to the, to, right. to the, to the territorial court at the time, right? Right. He said one of the men who are arguing vehemently against the Virgin Islands was future Supreme, um, Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia. Yes, yes, yes.
2: Because okay. he was—he
1: was, he, he big, he with was Ra- he big with Reagan, or, or I, in that case Ford, or and, and Reagan them. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah he was He was in the solicitor's office. Yes, he was. And, you know, I, I, I spoke to another Virgin Islander
2: yesterday for a short period about this case who actually was one of the prosecuting attorneys so the illustrious Jeffrey B.C. yeah, and then got some insights from him also we didn't talk for too long because I had to run but I'm going to get a lot more from him and uh we'll we'll,
1: we'll pick this up again down the road hey thanks a lot thanks a lot for the coffee break my brother uh Uh, uh, I know the audience definitely appreciate it Uh, we'll take a break be back right after this
0: News and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters.
3: Doom scrolling. Let's break that habit, folks. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where if you want to know what's going on in the world and why it matters, All you have to do is give your thumb a rest and perk up your ears. We've got the news, but we've also got curiosity, joy, and surprise. Tune in for Weekend Edition from NPR News.
0: Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX-FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands.
3: Music can be an incredibly personal experience. A song can inspire you, it can comfort you, it can make you feel understood, but it can even take you back to a specific moment in your life. And it all begins with the artist. Join me, Raina Duras, as I get personal through in-depth interviews with your favorite musicians and find out where those songs come from on World Cafe.
0: Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1.